We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for August 10th, 2021. In front of a national audience, Tim Anderson opened the game with a homer en route to a three-hit night, Eloy Jimenez blasted two homers himself en route to five RBIs, and the White Sox scored seven over the first two innings en route to a blowout victory on the road over a team that was already licking its wounds. If you're checking your phone to see if you're listening to a recap of Sunday night's game against the Cubs by mistake, I'm pleased to report that this one pertains to the White Sox 11-1 thumping of the Minnesota Twins, which took place on ESPN instead of ABC. Basically, if you saw Sunday's game, you saw Monday's game. There were only a couple of slight differences. The first is that Luis Robert appeared in his first Major League game since May 2nd. He came off the injured list after rehabbing his torn hip flexor, taking the roster spot of Gavin Sheets. The other is that Lucas Giolito cruised through eight innings, as opposed to Dylan Cease's occasionally laborious five. Giolito only gave up two hits, an infield single in the fifth, and a Miguel Sano solo rocket in the eighth. That homer was the only thing that prevented Giolito from facing the minimum. The other two base runners he allowed, the aforementioned single and a hit-by-pitch, were erased by a pair of slick 5-4-3 double plays. Giolito wasn't overpowering, only getting a modest 13 whiffs on 103 pitches. Then again, since he was spotted a 7-0 lead before his second inning of work, his job was to force the Twins to make trouble, and they couldn't. As for the Twins, their bullpen day became instantly uncompetitive. Bo Burrows, who vomited behind the mound the last time he faced the White Sox as a member of the Detroit Tigers, might have wanted to do the same on Monday night. Anderson greeted him with a homer five pitches into the game, Jimenez followed him out to center for a two-run shot three batters later, and just when it seemed like a Robert pop-up was going to get him out of the inning with a runner stranded, Snow dropped it instead for a fourth White Sox run. Despite 45 first-inning pitches, Burrows came out for a second inning of work, and it wasn't much better. He limited Anderson to a single, but he walked Cesar Hernandez again, which set up a three-run homer for Jimenez inside the left-field foul pole that gave him five RBIs for a second straight night. The 10 RBIs ties him with Robin Ventura and Jim Tomey for the most by a White Sox over a two-game stretch. The rest of the game was more about shoring up some moral victories. Robert's RBI double in the fifth was due to a misplay by Jake Cave with two outs, but it gave him his first hit in his first game back. He added a legit single through the right side in case you quibble with the official scorer. Brian Goodwin tacked on a run with a sack fly in the seventh, Anderson an RBI single in the eighth. In the ninth, Yohan Makata bounced a Charlie Barnes changeup off the center field batter's eye in a homer that measured 433 feet. 
The White Sox didn't need the run, but they could use any glint of real Moncada power for the remainder of the season. It also gave them four homers in consecutive games for the 14th time in franchise history and the first time this season. They've never done it three times in a row, so maybe you'll see history when the teams meet again for the penultimate matchup of the season series tonight. It's Dallas Keuchel against Griffin Jacks, whose current streak of three strong starts originated with four innings of one run, one hit ball against the White Sox back on July 19th, with the only damage at Tim Anderson solo shots. First pitch is at 7.10 p.m. Central on NBC Sports Chicago, and only NBC Sports Chicago. Speaking of the broadcasts, on kind of a down note, the White Sox announced before the game that Jason Benetti will be missing the team's upcoming broadcasts after testing positive in a breakthrough case of COVID-19. Benetti tweeted that he's mildly symptomatic and plans to be back soon. Mike Monaco handled Monday's broadcast and will be doing so for the time being, and he did a decent job, all things considered, but here's wishing Jason a quick and complete recovery. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Down on the farm, the White Sox announced that they released outfielder Luis Gonzalez in order to make room on the 40-man roster for Luis Robert, who needed a spot coming off the 60-day injured list. Gonzalez was on the injured list due to a shoulder injury that requires season-ending surgery, and teams aren't allowed to place injured players on outright waivers. The White Sox have done the same thing with Ryan Burr, Nicky Delmonico, and most recently Tyler Johnson, and they ended up re-signing all three. It wouldn't surprise me if the same thing happened to Gonzalez, as he was having a spectacular month in Charlotte before he injured his shoulder on a diving catch attempt on July 18th. The four full-season affiliates were off, but when they returned to the field tonight, there's one notable promotion to follow. 20-year-old shortstop Jose Rodriguez is getting a bump to Winston-Salem after being the main attraction in Kannapolis for most of the season. Rodriguez hit 283 at the 328 on on-base percentage and 452 slugging, with 9 homers, 4 triples, 22 doubles, and 20 stolen bases over 78 games with the Cannonballers, making him 2-for-2 two two in his first stateside assignments. The White Sox two rookie ball squads were in action. The ACL White Sox lost to the ACL Reds 5-4, but the game featured the first professional homer by second-round pick Wes Kath. Both he and first-round pick Colson Montgomery went 2-for-4. The Dominican Summer League White Sox lost to the DSL Padres 7-5. Their seven hits were scattered across seven players, with Carlos Jimenez and Victor Cazada both doubling. Around the league, there were only three other games, as the Cubs and Brewers were postponed due to severe weather in Chicago. I hope everybody on the northwest side of Chicagoland made it through okay. Cleveland beat Cincinnati in the Battle of Ohio 9-3, so the future Guardians remain 10.5 games back of the White Sox, while the Reds dropped to 5.5 behind Milwaukee in the NL Central. And then there's Yankees-Royals. The Yanks beat KC 8-6 in 11 innings, but that's not even the half of it. 
While the Royals lost, they became the first team to erase deficits in the 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th innings. The game was scoreless through six, after which the teams exchanged single runs in each of the last three innings of regulation. When the Yankees scored two in the top of the 10th, the Royals matched them once more for a fourth Yankees blown save, which is only the second time in history that's happened. The Yankees upped it one more, scoring three in the 11th, but only because what should have been an inning-ending grounder took a nasty hop and nailed Nicky Lopez right in the jaw, and the carom allowed two more runs to score. The Royals chipped away with a pair of singles that brought the winning run to the plate, but Rugnetto Dor snared Carlos Santana's high hopper with a leap to record the final out. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call. Visit SoxMachine.com to talk about the game and the night on the farm. I'm planning posts on Tim Anderson's first inning homer, and later in the day will be a fresh farm fortnight. My bi-weekly review of the White Sox farm system exclusive to Sox Machine supporters on Patreon.com. If you're interested in supporting the site and show for extra content and an ad-free experience, visit Patreon.com slash SoxMachine, where plans start at just $2 a month. If you'd just like to subscribe to the Sox Machine Podcast, you can do so wherever podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine Podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.